Imagine bold, naturally-aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. Ah, it's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar, extraordinary dairy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Good Game Nice Try. You look great today. That shirt really sets off your eyes. With me as always is Sonia Reed. And Sonia, you also look great today, but I was really talking to our listeners. Oh, I was going to say, you're right. Jen looks fabulous today. Ah. Aww, Jen so samples. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I look like a monster, always, but I feel like that's appropriate for this time of the year because it's Halloween, baby. It is, but also I do want to point out that uh, you are kind of a floating head right now. Oh, because I'm wearing a camouflage shirt? (laughs) You excited for Halloween, though? Yeah, because everyone else, Halloween is the one time of year where I look, I feel like I look like a freak 364 days out of the year. And on the 365th, everyone else looks like freaks with me. So I feel like, ah, (laughs) this is the time where I'm among my people. Skeletons are in the yard. Cobwebs Mm -hmm. are in the hallway. Candy corn's in the mouth. Hocus Pocus on TV. It's a great time. Uh, But so here's one thing that I think is is kind of uh, exciting. So uh, this new game, Deathloop, I was mm-hmm. expecting to be a scary game. It's got death in the title. <laughs> I mean, loops generally are scary. Repetition is really annoying and annoying can be scary. Yeah. So, uh, you know, PT, super scary game. And that's basically just a giant loop. That is a death <laughs> loop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's not scary, but it's super funny and super great. And I mm-hmm. absolutely love this game. And I'm very excited for our guest today. Have you played Death Loop? Oh my gosh. I've played a decent amount of Death Loop. I feel like my life is a death loop, but it is nice <laughs> to escape my current death loop and enter an additional death loop. <laughs> a death a death loop-de-loop, if you will. Oh, look at that. And by the way, if they don't call the sequel death loop-de-loop, I'm quitting show business. <laughs> I'm going to have to write a very worded letter uh, may, and request. May, yeah, put that in a cool font, game devs. Death loop-de-loop. We can, we can have fun with the O's, extra O's. <laughs> so many O's. But you know what's interesting about, I will say something I really appreciate about Deathloop, uh, that th- whoever came up with the title, is when you start playing, you realize the O and O are offset in loop to make an infinity symbol. Yes, and then when it loads, Genius. it has the infinity symbol and it just goes throughout the loop. Genius. It's the little, it's the little details, the little details, right? And that's the thing I think that I really appreciate about Deathloop is the little details. There's so many fun, tiny things that make this game like a literal roller coaster of fun to play. It's just one of those games, super addictive, super fun, great idea. I hope it becomes a Netflix series. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm stoked. It's so fun and it's like super like 70s stylized. Ah, the music. 
Oh, oh my God. We got to talk about the music because this is, that's a oh. huge thing. Like that's another thing that makes me love this game is it's like jazzy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so and, and the timing and everything too. Time. Like, yeah, you get this incredible, again, like 70s sort of funky jazzy tune to like James amp Bondian. you up. Yeah, yeah, like a Sean Connery, James Bond feel. It is very James Bondy, and then you go into a fight, and I love how it kind of like wraps up, just brrrr, oh, yeah. and like takes you out of a fight. Oh, it's so like the timing is so good; it gets you pumped. It's great. It is very James Bondy. It's really fun, and especially because like I have one of the I'm a coward in games, and we've talked about this before. Like I like to snipe from far away, so I yep. found a great gun that has a silencer on it, and I just put all the stuff on it to make it super accurate from far away. <laughs> So I'm just like, I'll see dudes and be like, pop, pop. But then the music will just be like, point of barrel. (laughs) (laughs) It's super intense. You're just like hiding behind a barrel. (laughs) It's from like 70 yards away. (laughs) It's great. It's It's so fucking fun. Uh, I know. It's so good. I think one of my favorite levels is uh, there's one where you're walking up. It's kind of a really far end of a map. And you're walking up to this big, like, staged alien-looking area. Oh, where yeah. Where there's, like, cardboard cutouts of, of like, people in, uh, people in space suits and Martians and stuff like that. Um, and it just feels like an old-school laser tag yes. spot. And it's so good. Again, like, the way it's stylized, the music. I'm running around, like, I, I'm shooting cardboard people because I'm stupid and I <laughs> keep thinking they're real people. But it's so good. It's great. Yeah, the attention to detail is fantastic, and it checks all of the boxes for me of stuff that I absolutely love. So I'm very, very stoked that we have uh, our guest today. I'm, I, I couldn't be, the timing is perfect, and frankly, in my head, wh- uh, the entire time we were talking to him, it was like, you know, like... I heard it. I heard it. I felt, you know what? If if the music wasn't there directly, I feel like the vibe definitely supported that. I yeah. could feel it. I could feel it. No, <laughs> but you're right. Our guest today, he, he was such a joy to chat with. He's an incredible voiceover actor and traditional actor. He's been making so many waves in the video game world uh, with his breakout role playing Colt Vaughn in Deathloop, which we have both been spending plenty of time in. <laughs> Um, he can also be seen alongside Jeremy Renner in the new Paramount Plus series, Mayor of Kingstown, premiering on November 14th. Here's our interview with the wonderful Jason Kelly. First of all, let, let's jump right into Deathloop because I fire it up. Mm. It is so great. And I, it was this thing where I was saying to Sonia before we started, I was like, I started it up and I was like, oh, and, and like the, even the opening thing is cool. Like the very, like the loading screen. I was like, oh no, please you don't knew. be cool. Please you don't knew. be cool. Please yeah. don't be cool. And it's really cool. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Well, the game's not going to be, it's not going to be funny. It's really funny. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, you know what? Action's not going to be good. Action's <laughs> awesome. Then I'm like, oh my God, please don't let the art direction. Art direction's amazing. It's dude, it is Everything I love is all put into one big donut. It's so great. That's so great. You've seen more of the game than I have because I still don't have, I'm still awaiting a PlayStation (laughs) and the game. I wanted to ask if you had a chance because I, you know, you did put a call out on Twitter. You did put a, you did put a, you know, a subtle, a subtle hint out. I I, I wanted, I really wanted an update. So the, the subtle, 
I didn't really. So I got a young eight-month-old, right? Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And I'm going diapers, PlayStation 5 to play my game. Diapers. So I was doing a bit because, you know, I'm always doing bits. And the net ran with it and made it into a thing, which is what the net does. And Mm -hmm. I got an email from one of the PR people from uh, Bethesda and mentioned that one of the executives at Bethesda had been contacted by somebody that had a PS5 that they wanted to give to them to get to me. That's great. So I don't know who got me the PS5. I've just been told that this thing is en route to me. And then they gave me a download code so that when I get it, I can start playing. So that's an incredibly gracious gift. That's very nice. And then there was also other people, Jimmy Champagne that runs PS Ready at PS Ready on Twitter. He DM'd me and was like, yo, we got an extra one at the office if you want it. And I was like, great. That I don't need two, but send one to Ozzy because she needs one. So apparently he's going to send one to her. And oh, that's nice. It's been, the, the, the community's been really generous. I'm new to gaming. I'm an actor. So, you know, I haven't had a system in a long time. So for, to get this kind of response is really amazing. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. even, you know, just the response from that and the the outpouring of support being like, we got to get this guy a PS5. It's bananas. We, it's, it's beautiful. And just the the reviews from the game and the outpouring of love and support for the game in general. Yeah. Like, it's five out of fives, 10 out of tens. Well deserved. Yeah. Thank you. You're like, send me diapers. You're like, I need <laughs> yeah. Bethesda. Send me. Send me diapers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here's some, here's an idea. Uh, death poops. Deathloop Death themed diapers. That that is, I'd buy them. You're winning. You get it for free. Death. Poops. Aaron, you over here. You over here Death dropping poops. pearls, man. These are bombs. I'm literally. trying to make you some literally. money. I'm trying Death to make you some money. Bombs. Pay attention, Bethesda. Yeah. And like it's like to to that to this point, people are really generous. I had no idea what it was going to look like. I've seen pieces of it. I've seen the first 20 minutes of it. Okay. And what I fell in love with was how stylish it was, you know? And, you know, I had seen visuals while we were recording, but I had no idea what this thing was going to be. Like any other project, you, as an artist, you can't go into a project going, oh, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the bomb. No, you don't. You go in going, it's a job. I hope I'm good. I hope I don't suck. And I hope everybody likes it. Because at the end of the day, you got to, at some point, let go of it and put it in the hands of the fans and the viewers. And thank God. Y'all liked it. <laughs> it was fully embraced with open arms. Yeah. I don't know. As somebody, as a, as a layman and as somebody who came to acting late in his career, later in life, and didn't have formal training in it, but got training while he was in L.A. and did the real work to get good at my craft. Yeah. To have the response from the gamers. And I feel like gamers are even more scrutinizing because you're being fully immersed in this world. And then these people are popping in with their bits. and and you are the person. You are mm-hmm. so it's you know, and and yeah. and as a gamer, I am playing you. So I have this intimate connection with you. If mm-hmm. I hate you and I'm gonna be hearing your voice for oh. 50 hours. Yeah, it's like, where is the mute button? Cause yeah. this dude is terrible. But it's but it's a, but the, you make a really good point because I that is something I think that isn't really isn't really talked about enough is that intimate connection uh, uh, a, a player has with the character they're playing because that is something that is and not saying anything any all of us already don't know but that right. is something that is unique to the genre and the art form of video games absolutely know? very very yeah. very much so you know it's like 
when I first got started in the craft, you know, TV actors, they're coming into your home once a week. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of likability and friendliness that you have to bring, even if you've got all this pizzazz and all this appeal, uh, sex appeal, you have to know how to tone that up and down because you're coming into somebody's home. Mm-hmm. People are paying to go see movie th- movies. They're going to see someone's thinking and their sex appeal on screen, right? In the big screen. Like, that's what sells movie stars, right? Video games, like, it's all this. And that connection, like, there were a number of times in the process Bennett and I were working because this was really my first big. This is my this is my first lead video game, and it's my first game where you're playing. I'm I'm the player that I, you're. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm the character that's being played. There were multiple times where we do a take, and then I'd be like, "Yo, Bennett, like I'm in the person's head. Like they need to be thinking what the character's going through. So maybe I need to bring that down a little bit more." And be a little bit, just be a, let me just give you a couple takes where it's just a little bit more softer, a little bit more intimate or, or a little bit more to myself. So that that feels like they're thinking it or feeling it. So I've never worked that way. Oh my God. It changed so much of the way I work on camera and off camera now. It's just, it's been a phenomenal experience for me. Yeah. It's just, it is such a big difference. You know, when you're watching film, you're watching TV and you're like, okay, this is how this person is reacting to this environment and this is their experiences with their world that they're in. But when you're in a game and somebody is leading you through all of your own experiences and you are that person, you're totally right. It's like, how, how are they thinking in that moment? Because this is how I'm, you know, this is your, their lens for this world and you are guiding them through it. So absolutely. Yeah. And Sonia, you're deep. I mean, you've been playing Deathloop. I just started, but you're, you know, so I mean, no spoil. I guess you could spoil it. Or no spoilers. I don't know. But no I'm going to play it either way. But <laughs> No yeah. spoilers. What are, what are some of the things you're loving about Deathloop? Oh, my gosh. I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit uh, kind of beforehand. But I just, the one thing that I find so unique about it is just the mechanics. Yeah. It is like bits and pieces. I'm such a huge Bethesda fangirl overall. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just feel like it has so many bits and pieces of games that I love. I feel like it has like a little bit of Dishonored. It has, a, you know, it has the whole time aspect of it. But the one thing that really stood out is being able to seamlessly weave single player and multiplayer. Yeah. It does things, the game just does things that are so unique that I have not experienced before. And I got to say too, like, the, like one of the things I first thought of is, you know, like Tarantino, I, I think, and sometimes gets, you know, uh, um, shit on for it, but is so great at you look at like Kill Bill and taking all of his influences and then putting them together in kind of a big, cool mm-hmm. package. I feel like Deathloop do, has done that really well. You know, we were, Sonia and I were talking about, just to talk about the mechanics are really cool. The art direction, it's be- it's a beautiful game. Your yeah. cult has like, this great like leather jacket. It, oh, like, that looks, jacket! It looks cool. I hope they send you one of those jackets. Oh, man. I hope I can get a hold of one, man. <laughs> that thing uh, is so fresh. I definitely want to go as Colt, like for Halloween or something. Or cosplay yeah. Colt would be really fun. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I gotta say, like it's really f- Sonia. Is it just hilarious? It's hilarious because yeah. Colt is got. You know, there's this woman, what is her name? Julianne, who's kind of Juliana. Like, Juliana, and you guys are going back and forth. I'm loving, and I want to see. The banter. The banter is great. It's constant. It's absolutely constant. And, you know, when, you, when you're you starting off in the process, you know, we started off pre-lockdown, pandemic. So 
you kind of get a feel for what the game's going to be and what's going yeah. on, and you hear what other other actors are doing. And then they, Bennett was like, okay, so today we're going to be doing scenes with you and Juliana, which is played by Ozzy Akaga, and what we want to do is we want to play her and le- let her lead you into what Colt's going through. Cool. And the second I hear Ozzy's voice, I bust out laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly how... I, and as I describe her to me, he described it, I was like, I know exactly how to play off of this person. Yes. This is going to be great. And we, it it allowed us to, allowed each of us to drop into a different level of relationship that really comes through, I think, in the game. And then we had one day where we were together. Oh, that's great. Mm. And it was absolutely amazing. We actually ended up having to, we were riffing off of each other so fast and so hard. That's great. That we had to come back and do those lines clean because we were just, we were clipping each other. Oh, and they loved it. And they loved it. The The dynamic between the two of us is extremely real. It's just, it's not often you come across somebody that you have that kind of chemistry with creatively and comedically and just can just mm-hmm. set each other up for just joke after joke after joke. And in the game, I feel like it just comes completely alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that it did. She made me better. I mean, I swear to God, I'm... Cole would probably be a boring ass character if without Ozzy in there. <laughs> With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection ice cream. Extraordinary dairy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know, you touched on it earlier and we kind of talked a little bit about it, but you uh, are coming from more of a, I guess, traditional acting, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I'm a stage guy. Yeah. So how, what was, I guess, the catalyst to kind of get into VO and video games and everything else? You know, my my attitude when I moved to L.A., because I didn't come to L.A. to start acting, but my attitude was once I started, I'm going to listen to what people are saying to me about me because I can't see some of this stuff, right? Mm. And I got into commercials because a, a manager at a gym years ago said, do you think you ever want to do commercials? I went, sure. And I started going down that road and have had a great commercial career. Started taking acting classes. You should try improv. Sure. I know nothing about improv. <laughs> went through that whole thing and got good. And along the way, I kept on hearing people say, you should do voiceover. You should do voiceover. Someone did say you should try stand-up, and I did. And I was like, no, that is not (laughs) Jason Kelly. Shit is terrifying. (laughs) My hat is off to everybody that's great at it. But I started going down the voiceover road, and I studied with Nancy Wolfson for like a year. Came out the gate swinging. Oh, yeah. Three or four jobs in a row, like 
won an Emmy, uh, Emmy Award for Best Commercial Campaign, and then it went totally dormant for six years. Nothing. Oh. And so I stopped. I went, all right, I'm done. 2017, I tapped out. I was like, I'm not, I can't, I can't keep burning my wheels and getting yeah. nothing back. So I stopped. And then I got referred to another agent a few years later and started booking pretty soon. And what I loved about them is that they curated my voice. They threw everything in the, in the kitchen sink at me, Atlas Talent did, and found the lanes that I'm good in. What they realized was, realized was oh, he's an actor's actor. Let's send him animation to video games. Yeah. Video games, animation, it's just popping off like wildfire. And it's because that's my lane. Like, that's what I'm good at. Great. And here we are. Like, I have a voiceover career. It's crazy to me. And I'm voiced one of the biggest games of the year. And people are talking amazing things about. Yeah. That's what it's about. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I used to sit in a cubicle, man. Wow. I used to sit in a cubicle selling bandwidth in the internet industry. In your own death loop. <laughs> and my own death loop. Trapped in your own death loop. Right? Yeah. I used to sell copiers for Xerox, and I'm an actor now and with a voiceover <laughs> career and a TV career and a commercial career and a film career because I got, like, two animated movies that I'm getting ready to be in. Oh, my like, God. All kinds of things are happening. I'm going, huh, my life just started. You know what I mean? Broke the loop. Broke the loop. You broke the loop, and you're totally right. When it, when it all boils down to it, as long as you get to do cool shit with good people— that's it's truly what it's all about. And, you know, speaking of good people, that's kind of how we originally got connected. Yeah. One of our favorite people, Troy Baker, oh, connected us. Oh, he's such a good one. How, did, how do you know Troy? So Troy's wife, Pam, and I used to be in an acting class together oh. years, a decade ago, decade, decade or so ago. And this thing landed and started coming in and I was going, huh. This might be a thing. I've never walked down this path before. Let me get some advice from an expert with some experience. We got on the phone. The first three things he said to me, I was like, I'll be friends with him for a long, long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Great guy. Shared so much wisdom with me uh, in the little bit of time that we spoke. And I'm just really excited about whatever's next. What a great inspiration you are, but also like, you know, everything's coming up, Jason Kelly, but you have put the work in and you kept mm-hmm. trying. And I think that's one thing that's kind of the common thread. If there is a common thread for people who are successful, it is perseverance, determination, yes. Anding, you know, yep. you, uh, obviously you're working second city coming forth yeah. with, you know, and, and, and the past is prologue. Everything kind of informs what you do now. And like, so cool in in death loop that you were able to do a little improv back and forth and like who would have thought when you were tra- you know training like oh well you're gonna do it for a, a a video game that's an instant classic and then these things you know and incredible that's the part that blew my mind the most is all of my training every piece of the training that i've gone through and development that i've gone through i pulled from every single tool bag for this character yeah. You know, there were times that I had to improvise. There were times like the 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 when I'm sitting at the uh, the panel trying to guess the cu- password. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a few of those I threw up in there. I was just like, just words that just would pop off my dome, pop off my dome. We threw them in there, and they liked it. Um, barnacle. Like, yeah, exactly. Barnacle. Like they, we just we did that, and then the character itself, Colt. I played. I shared this before. I I was in the original cast of One Night in Miami on stage in L.A. Whoa. And I got to play two characters. Um, I originated one character, uh, Kareem, um, 
and which was the guard, Malcolm X's guard. Um, and then I took over for Jim Brown, right? And, you know, this is 2014. What I found out with Jim Brown is Jim Brown's really funny. I w- went back and watched Any Given Sunday. Jim Brown's very funny in that movie when he gets angry. Yeah. He's angry at small stuff. Yeah. And it plays. So I was like, oh, when you got, when you're stoic and you got all this gravitas, you got this big presence. Oh, the more angry you get, the it'll, that, that, it's going to teeter. It's funny, especially if you get angry at the, the most ridiculous thing, right? Which was the thing that I had gotten from improv. Mm-hmm. And so I infused Colt with that. That's great. That's yeah. where, like, me throwing that, when Colt throws the little pistol or whatever thing he's talking to against the, the little rocket ship because he can't get to start. That was all, I was like, I'm going to just be ridiculously upset about this and <laughs> see how it plays. And then we're going to say the F, we're going to F-bomb the crap out of it until it just becomes funny. That's and really great. Yeah. And again, such a, such a strong choice. It makes for such a great character. And I'm really glad people are resonating with it. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's making me want to get into gaming even more. You know, I think the last game I probably played was Devil May Cry 2. That's a good, yeah. Very good. You know, yeah. it's a great game. It's a great game. Um, and uh, Metal, Gear, Metal, Metal Gear Solid. And then I think the Tiger Woods Golf actually made me a better golfer. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Pin selection, club selection. I was like, oh, this is when I'm supposed to pull my four wood out, my four, four iron out. Well, like, damn, huh. I've been playing golf almost all my life and I just got good at it. It took like 10 strokes off my game. I was like, shit, I should send Tiger a check. Sonia, do you think like Fort, because Sonia loves cars and, and Forza uh, Horizon, do you think like Forza's made you a better driver? Oh my God, I think it's made me significantly worse. Oh, it's, no. made, it's made me want, because you have too much freedom. Oh, no. I'm like, okay. listen, if I want to take this, like, GTR, if I want to take this, you know, Lamborghini, and I want to take it off-roading in Forza, I can. <laughs> oh, God. oh, I can. You can get there. I love it. In real life, not as recommended, so, you know. Sonia's got this, just as a side note, Sonia's got this like this great car, a fast car. And one of the first times you remember, like we were going for coffee or something, right when we started this podcast, like a year ago, we went for a coffee and we're like in a small neighborhood. And I was like, God, I love this car. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then like, there was a stop sign like 10 feet away. It's like, and we went like 200 miles, <laughs> 10 feet. And I was like, and I grabbed this side. I was like, ah! I, sc- I screamed like Homer Simpson, like, oh my God. Like, and she was like, what? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm just like, blood is coming out of my ears. Like, so yes, yeah, so maybe, maybe yeah, Ford says, I don't know if it's maybe it's, better it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's not influencing the best driving habits. I'd say. Sometimes you got to open it up and see what they're going to do. Exactly. Nothing exactly. wrong with it. When you, we first came out and I played Wii Bowling, it made me a worse bowler <laughs> because okay. you're just, if there's no ball, you just have the remote. Right. And you're just as just, hard as you can <laughs> flinging your arm. And I pulled my neck so bad, I couldn't turn my head for a week. <laughs> And so I had to come into work and Conan's like, what's wrong with you, dude? Because I was like Batman, you know, the Batman yeah. where he couldn't turn his neck. Right, so I would have right. to turn my whole body to look You're around. You're a stiff neck Batman. That's hilarious. And it's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, I was playing uh, Wii Bowling. And he's like, Jesus Christ. That's oh insane. So Wii is a hell of a lot of fun. We, we played, uh, we used to play Michael Jackson Moonwalker a lot. 
Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, if you like Ooh. to dance and have a little, get to go back in time and back to the 80s and 90s and do all the dances, boy, that game. I learned a whole Thriller dance all over again. It was <laughs> fantastic. And did it make you a better dancer? Mm-hmm. Okay. It made me better Michael Jackson dancer. There you go. Because I finally <laughs> learned what the steps were. I was like, oh, you're supposed to do the dip and then the slide and then, then the clap. Got yeah. it. There's, a, there's I used an to order. do it in back. There's an order to yeah. this. So you got some time in with the Wii. You got some time in with Devil May Cry. Uh, yeah. What was your, I guess, like first kind of video games that you've ever played? Uh, Blip. All right. What's Blip? Y'all don't. You, well, is that is that Atari? Yeah, Atari Blip. So it was this little Atari game console that was Blip. probably about this big, the size of a small, like a book, and it had a little red dot on either side, and it would just sh- shoot it across the screen back and forth, and that was my very first video game, wow. handheld that I played, and then the next one I got mad because then at that Christmas my brother got the old football game. Oh yeah. Um, uh. It was just a handheld. Like it was a Namco, the Namco okay. f- football game. Yeah. So that was the next one, which I still have that thing, and it works. <gasps> um, it still right. works. It it doesn't. The beeps don't sound good. It sounds like somebody. <laughs> yeah, the beeps don't. It's, it's it, having a hard time now. <laughs> you know how teenage boys' voice cracks when hormones kick in. That's how this video game sounds. It's just beep, 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 beep. growing pains, growing pains, puberty beeps. <laughs> but uh, Atari Twenty Six Hundred, like I'm a Gen Xer, so. I've been around for all of them, and I just got to a point where I had to tap out because there's too many buttons for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't fair. know what's going to happen when I pick up this PlayStation 5 and start playing. I'm probably going to kill Colt myself. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally. Because it's just, there's so many buttons, and, ah, man, it's like you're, like, controlling an airplane with this thing. It's a like lot. A, like a 747, but... It'll I'm make like, you a better pilot. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Oh, I'm going to get on the next plane I'm in. Hey, guys, I got this. I, <laughs> like, I have a PS5, guys. I got I've this. I've got a PS5. I play Deathloop. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be flying us to Vegas today. <laughs> I'm excited for you because the leap is big. Like, the PS5 is, is great, and the graphics are great, and Deathloop, is go- as you've seen, is beautiful. But yeah. I, I, so here's a question. Like, actors... I think kind of fall into two camps where they're fine watching their performances or they never watch their performances. Okay. So are you, which camp do you fall into? And what is your prediction for when you play yourself in death? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm in both camps. Okay. I say I don't watch myself, but then I watch myself. (laughs) Are you critical of your performances? And then or? I begin to judge accordingly from that point forward. There's moments where I go, hmm, I believed that. And then there's moments I went, hmm, you're still doing that thing that doesn't work. You still do it. You still move too much. Oh, you're blinking your eyes too much. <laughs> Why? Was the character, did the character have something in his eye? No, you just couldn't remember your damn lines and you were fishing for them. It was a really dry day. It was really dry. <laughs> it was a dry day. A dry day. day. It's a dry day. So it's, I don't mind listening to my voice. And I don't mean that in the arrogant way. No, no, no. No, it's silky smooth. It is great. We don't mind either. Thank you. I appreciate it. I can't wait to play it and see what everybody's so excited about. Because I remember recording some of those days, you know. I remember the process of recording. And we recorded over a two-year process, two-year window. So a lot of stuff I don't remember. And I didn't have to memorize anything. So 
Mm-hmm. Like I went in and said the lines and okay, great. I'll see you later. Send the check. I think that's honestly, you know, when you when you finally get a chance to sit down, appreciate and soak in your performance, at least if you're getting critical, if you're feeling unsure about it, you can just jump on and play Juliana. Yeah, that's the best part. I could take care of it and go kill myself. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't sound good, but it's something I could do. The first thing I thought of, and Sonia, I don't know, like, was I would love for this to be like a Netflix series, like Deathloop. I could see it a hundred percent, and I don't think that's true with most games. Like, I don't think you know, but like, you know, my favorite, you know, Bioshock, these other kind of larger games, I think hold up to that treatment. I would love to see this. Yeah, movie. Wouldn't that be so? Yeah, feels like it lends itself so well to that. You know, I've learned that when you're playing the character versus the cinematics, like some of these cinematics are great scenes. Like I sit there and want to watch this stuff. And there's a lot of these projects that I'm going. You know, this is this is a I know they've made movies and out of some video games, but there are some games that I completely agree with you, Aaron, that absolutely positively could be TV series. Um, and it doesn't have to be, it could be a season, you know, one or two seasons. Tell yeah. the story, get done, and move on. Give me a um, mini series. Give me a mini series. It could be anything, something. Um, because it's so this particular game is so stylized. That's mm-hmm. what visually I fell in love with it when I first started seeing the pieces of it. I went, oh, this isn't just. This is a different kind of video game. I'm, I've never seen this before. Yeah. It's very stylized. They they purposely made it feel like a 1960s, you know, Roger, I mean, a Sean Connery style James Bond movie. Yes. And I love that they cast two black actors for the lead yes. roles and didn't make an issue out of it. They just said, no, these are the people that are in this world and you're going to play them and you're going to enjoy yourself. And it just... It was very, it, it's a very specific kind of a feeling to the project that if they didn't do this and make this into something, the premise for this could be made into something. Like mm-hmm. that, the, the, the premise for this kind of world, you're stuck on an island trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, that's called Lost. <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, but we are almost out of time. This has been amazing. But mm. we love to end every interview by asking our guest their favorite video game and their least favorite video game. You haven't played games in a while, but yeah. least least favorite or 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 most favorite is it the blip? Is it the football game? Is it uh, a, a Wii situation? What is your what is your least favorite game? The game that makes Dragon's you- Lair. Oh, I, it's old school. Yeah. Dragon's Lair is what made me stop playing video games. I was like, what is all this bullshit? I can't control this little dude and he keeps running around. He's corny. I did not like, I did not like Dragon's Lair to save my life. I hated it. Ironically, my favorite video game still is Galaga. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's Galaga. I mean, that's. Just what it is. Yeah. If I were to pick something in the modern era, ooh, I'm a sports guy, so NCAA football, college football video game. There we go. Loved that. But I, I had the one from 2001 when Michael Vick was on the cover. Oh, boy. <laughs> I had him so boosted up. He was just dominating everybody. It was insane. <laughs> and he was running over everybody. <laughs> he was throwing the ball to himself and catching the ball. It's like, I got this. And running in the end zone and doing and doing dance. Um. <laughs> And then I really did. Uh, the, the last, the last big, big game that I played was Devil May Cry, and it was the only thing, only game that I ever played beginning to end 
and like did the whole thing. Whoa. Mm. And I went, oh, I see now why people love these things. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a lot of fun. And then I went, oh, that sucks up a whole lot of my time. <laughs> yep. Yep. I can't do that. I got other things I got to go do. So, it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. I know. Well, I got to say, yeah, for me, Deathloop is going to be that. It's going to be, I can already tell. It's already going to suck up. I'm already canceling meetings and clearing my schedule. And, I appreciate uh, it, man. Is that the way? No, actually, the corporate answer is my favorite video game is Deathloop. Ah, well. Ah, there we go. There, you there. got the check. You don't need to say that. You got the It's all money. good. It's all good. <laughs> I guarantee I will love it, though. I'm yeah, sure I will. It's really I'm fun. sure. Jason Kelly, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we, you guys. Look, we look forward to uh, all your new uh, projects coming up. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you to Jason for joining us. And again, I mean, he's just super funny in that game. Uh, and the writing is great in that game. It's just so fantastic. And, and, and you know, all the voice acting is is really, really great, uh, including the woman who does Juliana, who's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't already, check out Deathloop uh, and clear your schedule because you're going to be playing it for <laughs> quite a long time. And, of course, make sure to catch Jason in Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount+. Plus. Yes, absolutely. And make sure to stick around. We're going to take a quick little tiny, tiny little break, but we're going to come back. So I'll see you in a second. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, we're back. So listen, it's Halloween time. Things are getting spooky. Or as everyone on my Instagram feed likes to say, spoopy? Spoopy. Spoopy is a, what is spoopy? What? I've never heard that in my life. You've never heard spoopy? All of my friends are saying, guys, it's so spoopy. And I'm like, what? What's going on? I've heard spoopy a lot. I don't know if I could tell you the origins, but I support spoopy. I guess spoopy is spooky, but goofy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk scary games. I'm a huge horror fan. I'm a horror nut. Books, games, movies. But Sonia, uh, Jen, are you guys horror game fans? And if you do, what do you like to play? What are some of the scariest games that we can tell people to play this season? Oh, boy. Well, I, I've definitely dipped into some spoopy games over my time. Um, gosh, there's so many. There's so many. And I feel like you can go kind of any a bunch of different directions. But All right. What are the different, first of all, maybe hit us with some different categories of scary games because the spectrum is wide and it's deep. Yeah, so. Well, let's, you know, I feel like we could start with something for the whole fam. Oh. Something a little, just enjoyable. Okay. Um, I would say Luigi's Mansion. Oh. That's spooky. That's spooky. Have you played it, Jen? I've played it on GameCube. I haven't played, like, the new one or, like, the newish one. I I need to because I loved the original. 
Right, it's cute. Yeah, I think Luigi's Mansion 3 is on Switch. Um, but it's it's cute and it's like, I would say that that falls into the category of spoopy. I didn't know what spoopy was and just saying Luigi's Mount Mansion, now I know what spoopy is and I love it. <laughs> now we get it. Now Very we get spoopy. It. I agree. I love, that game is so super smooth and has so many fun, like Nintendo does, so many fun, weird little things in there that are just make it a joy to play. Yeah, and something, I mean, this isn't really a spoopy game, but Pokemon Go is actually having uh, a mischief event. So they added like ghosts and Pokemon that pop up in like weird sizes and they have weird little silly hats and stuff like that. You can get a whole bunch of like Halloween themed stuff. There's a big Pikachu pumpkin head that's actually kind of terrifying. So maybe that falls into the category of horror, but there we go. There's a lot of fun little Halloween stuff out there, but. Great. That's 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 fun for the whole fam. But now I love, we can those are great spoops. Right. Now we can go from spoops to like let's get spooky. Okay. With a K. With spooky, a K. Spooky with a K. A game that I have I have yet to play, but I've seen a lot of people play it with friends. We'll call this spooky with friends. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> have you played Phasmophobia? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not spoofy with friends? Look, you know what? I don't want to, I, I know people like horror games and, and I, I don't want to shit on anyone's parade. I think I've seen a lot of people fa- play Phasmophobia and they're very scared by it. I, I, it's not scary to me, but uh, I get why it's scary. It's, it's a V, it's, first of all, you can play in VR and that's kind of the way to Which play is, it. Which is, I would say, Half of the terrifying. Half of the terrifying thing, yeah. Yeah. And you're in a house, and basically you're ghost hunters that go into a house and things happen and you have to kind of identify the ghost uh, with your friends before it gets you, right? Jenna's shaking her head. I I don't like scary games. I like spoopy (laughs) games. Spoopy. But I don't, and I just, I literally just Googled phasmophobia and the first screenshot scared me. So I can't watch, I can't play that game. Absolutely not. Anything in the shadows lurking, forget it. No, thank you. Is it more of a jump scare thing? Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Jump scare, I, that doesn't, it doesn't scare, phasmophobia doesn't scare me. It's it's just not, because you're just in a house and there's things, it's like, it's like, oh God, oh no. What about a Five Nights at Freddy's or something? I know that's that's purely jump scare. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't scare me. Doesn't do but, it for you. But animatronic things scare me in real life for sure. Uh, but also, you have to keep in mind one of my first jobs was uh, my first job was haunted barn monster in Wired's Orchard in Michigan. Uh, so I I'm used to being on the other side, the scary person. Again, uh. I'm Frankenstein's monster in real <laughs> life. So, uh, okay. but yeah, no, I get I, if yeah, phasmophobia, great suggestion. Again, I don't want to derail us and start shitting. Okay, on, no, it's fine. Jokes. But well, that's yes. uh, that's, that's spooky, first. spooky with friends. But I feel like we can get into, uh, you know, let's we can go deeper. Maybe just like straight up scary games. Okay, what do you got? I would say there is a new Resident Evil coming for VR, and Ooh, I feel like noise. I feel like that is going to be terrifying. Nice. So I would definitely. I think again, anything spooky in VR, I it's horrifying. Um, and it might be hard to get your, well, I don't actually know how hard it is to get your hands on it, but Silent Hill PT. Oh yeah. PT was, that was spooky. That's a good one. That, that's a very scary game for sure. That's definitely spooky. I, so there are three games that I find very, that really scare me. There's Mm. only really three games. The first one is maybe people don't think about it as a horror game, but it's one of my, by the way, favorite games of all time inside where you Mm. just play this little kid. And it's a side scroller. 
it, it's kind of it's it's puzzles, but scary, but not hard enough that it gets frustrating and the world is really spooky and the cre- I don't get scared so much by jump scares, but the world is very scary and, and really great. Uh, so inside would be a huge, huge recommendation and it's cheap and it's for the switch. It's for PS. It's for everything. Nice. You know, alien isolation, really mm-hmm. great. I don't get scared by jump scares, but that game I have screamed. The AI is bananas in that game. And I learned that there's two AIs actually in that game and one talks what? to the other one. That's why the alien is so smart. This is super cool. Wait, listen. So That's terrifying. There's one AI in the game that knows where you are at all times. Mm-hmm. All right? And but and then it tells another AI that actually controls the alien the area that you're in, but not exactly where mm-hmm. you're at. Oh, so that's it so it's really well done. So it, it feels like a real creature. Because it's kind of, it kind of knows basically where you are, but not really. Uh, but you yep. can't really dodge it because the master AI knows where you are. So that's really cool. Oh my gosh. And then my third one, Resident Evil 7. I just yeah. loved it. It's an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Crazy family. It's bonkers, but it's cool. And truly very, very scary. It's just, it's gross. It's horrific. Uh, and yeah, and you can also... Play it in VR if you have a PSVR. Anything Resident Evil, I think, will will work and fall into that category. And especially, again, like the Resident Evil 4 game that's coming out on VR. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely not. <laughs> super fun. Super fun. So there you go. Wow. Jen, Jen, do you have any horror games? Do you have any horror games you want to recommend? Absolutely not. Any spoops? <laughs> any spoops? I'll stick to my Luigi's Mansion. If they mm-hmm. can get that in VR, so you're holding the ghost <gasps> machine, sold. There we go. Sold. sold. Perfect. Uh, so there you go. There, there's the horror game rundown from yes. uh, from from your pals at Good Game. Nice try. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank you all for joining us uh, and and tell us your scary games if you think we missed one. Hit us up on Good Game Nice Try at Twitter. Use hashtag GGNT to add to our uh, Hall of Fame list of spoopy and spooky games. Yes. Uh, And we will see you all next week. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Leal. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton with engineering and sound design by Chester Guazda. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm. And of course, as always, music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.